0: Hi, I'm Amy Shepard.
1: I'm Lachlan Stewart.
0: And although we have different last names, we're, we're married.
1: Now, we've been told the secret to a successful marriage is communication. So we're going to talk it out every week, share our challenges and pet peeves. Then we're setting each other some goals.
0: Some couple goals. Couple Goals, the podcast, is for those who might be looking to laugh their way through challenging scenarios that all couples go through.
1: Occasionally, we might even get some other couples to join in.
0: Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you?
1: Hit subscribe and tune in every week to hear our weekly couple goals. couple goals. You can take it away, darling.
0: Welcome back to Couple Goals. We are at episode 25.
1: I know, flying.
0: Flying by. And today we're really excited because we have some guests. Finally, it's been a little minute since we've had some guests on the podcast. I know,
1: we'll rerun Emma and Liam. That's what it was like. People kept cancelling and schedules are just hectic. So... Ben, Rachel, Whitchurch, Thank you guys for joining us, and this is actually our first Zoom podcast.
0: It is. Oh, congratulations! Wow. Yeah, wow. you've, you've
1: <laughs> taken our Zoom podcast virginity.
2: Thank Amazing. You. Well, wow. listen, thank you for having us on the podcast. This is actually, um, we've never ever done an interview together before. Really? No. Never. No. Oh yes. wow! This is, we were like, that's we like when Amy messaged me and she was like, you know, have you like, you know, you prepped or whatever, and I was like we are very prepped because i was like "Ben, like don't say anything it's weird or embarrassing
3: Uh, (laughs) this this was the prep work it was five seconds of her going through her presser that she's done a million times on the radio and then us talking for two hours about what i couldn't say (laughs) we're we're good now
2: (laughs) i was just like you know once it's on the internet it's there forever i was like so like nothing weird just and ben was like why did you even marry me? Like it seems yeah. like you've got a lot of concerns about me as a human. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm being so weird about that. I love that.
1: <laughs> that is fair. Well it, it, yeah, it does put your relationship on on the mantelpiece, doesn't it? Yeah. Which totally. is a bit scary.
2: I know. Because I think, think we things in... that you joke about, right? Like you guys would be the same, right? There's things you joke about as a couple. And then you're like, oh, but I'd never say that to other people.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where well, it was funny being recorded. <laughs> we'll yeah. do um we'll do some silly reel. and people take it seriously. They're like, wow, Amy, you're really jealous type, are you? I'm like, no, it's just a joke. Like <laughs> Right. Okay.
2: I actually read a few on the comments on your um on your Instagram or on Reels and things like that. I've seen a few. I'm just like these people it's like they don't understand social no, media. They're just like
0: straight over the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like every
1: time Amy takes a piece of clothing off, people think I'm a dog on heat. I'm yeah. like that's <laughs> not real. correct. Like it's a no, real. It's
2: a joke, guys. It's a joke. Yeah. Just yeah. like live a little, it's you know, funny. laugh a little. <laughs> live, laugh, laugh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because enough about us. People are sick of hearing us talk. But we'd love to hear about you guys. You guys have been married from a young age, like a very young age. Can you take yes. us back, back then to like even when you were young kids, how you met, how you fell in love, and the engagement? I love hearing about engagements and proposals as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So we got married when we were seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Kids in the country. Yeah. The yeah.
2: not <laughs> early. When you no, know, we- you know. <laughs> I'd actually moved. um, So I grew up in a town called Broken Hill. And then um, when I was um, 12 years old, me and my family started living in a caravan. And so we lived in a caravan for years and years and years, traveled around and we played in a country family band. Um, So family bands. What was it like doing the family band?
1: Did you enjoy it? (laughs)
2: Um, I mean, I didn't know anything different, right? So people are always like, well, what, "What was that like?" I'm like, "Oh, that was just our life, you know. We homeschooled on the weekdays, and then we played shows on the weekends, and um, that was just how we made our living." So, that's just what was what
1: homeschooling like, Rage.
2: Um, I mean, once again, like you know, I, I went to school for. I was the the child of the four of us. I was the child who did the the um the most of the school system, and so I started homeschooling when I was in year uh seven. Oh, you don't know you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at me for answers. Like, oh, you weren't there. I when I was in year seven, I started homeschooling. Um, and it was great. You know, my parents are quite eccentric. And so they're very big on life skills. And, you know, so part of my schooling was my dad had me work um with him on the family business. Um, you know, we would my mum would help us set the curriculum every year in terms of like, you know, we we would set Uh, Like, you know, what do you, where do you want to be in 10 years? Now let's break that down into, you know, what your goals are going to be for this year and how are we going to work towards those goals? And so it was very, you know, self-driven learning. Um, That's awesome. Sounds very practical. Yeah, well, it was super practical. I think a lot of school is very impractical. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i agree and I so agree. yeah
2: i look like, i loved um i loved it and I, I really struggled when we had to send our first kid to school um just because of you know i loved homeschooling um but anyway all that to say was when i was 18 was when we moved to parks which is where um Ben is from um and how far
1: right is broken hill to parks or oh, it's is it... a solid nine hours right? yeah oh right so it's a yeah, decent decent amount
2: yeah broken hill is kind of in the middle of nowhere i don't know if you think either of you ever been there before but it, it really is it's like five six hours to get anywhere so it's on the south australian new south wales border um it's where they filmed mad max okay right yeah, yeah. so it's like it's you know my parents are actually extras on mad max <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so brilliant. it's yeah it's a long way from anything um you know they have that new festival out there the um uh, uh the monday monday bash they oh, have nice. that out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's middle of nowhere. We just wanted to move somewhere more central for our touring. And so we moved to parks. Um, Ben and I we were actually discussing this the other day. We were kind of going through how we sort of met, because obviously, you know, different perspectives. And so we yeah, love siblings, very musical. Um, and we just moved to town and we didn't know anyone. And so I was eighteen, um, or not eighteen, I think, and my, my um brother was seventeen and my sister was, you know, fifteen or whatever. And so we've always been very good friends because we grew up traveling and touring together and we're like we've got to find some friends in this town like we don't know anyone and so we hunted around until we heard you know there was this local band playing and so we went down to this event and we just like literally were just like hey we're new to town like we just heard you guys were like playing in a band and so we come to meet you and it was Ben's brother mm. who played in the band right um and so then That's I awesome. think after that, then they were just like, Oh, do you want to come? The Ben's brother Josh, he was like, Do you want to come back to my older brother's house? We're all going there after this gig, you know, to you know, just you know, catch up, or whatever. Frame it off, Frame um, it off. <laughs> <laughs> do not pass that. And so we went back there, and then that was where we kind of met. But it wasn't yeah. really like we were just friends for quite a long time before we, um, you know, like acquaintances and just you know, in passing. Um, and I think we probably didn't start dating until we were like. I don't know, like nineteen.
3: Yeah, even twenty, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had a roadmap, for <laughs> but you know, it takes time to put these things into promotion.
1: <laughs> I love that the little plan. I'll sit in the friend zone for a while and then I'll make my move. Yeah.
2: It was actually a bit like that, um, and we always joke about it because you know. Um, you know, it was like, I think when Ben proposed, we were super, we were super young. We were like yeah. 20, I think nine, like nine There's one year between us. Um And so I think we were like 19 and 20. Um How
1: long had you guys been dating before the proposal?
2: Not, not long.
1: We sort of hung out in, in
3: the same friend group for quite yep. a while. Like um,
2: yeah, like not, not, not five years, though, like no, no, a like year a or year, a year and a, 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 a half. She mm. yeah. knew each other. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And so then we um yeah, then he proposed and I was like quite taken aback. Um and um I was like like said yes, but I, you know, wasn't quite expecting it, um, because we were so young. I won't even because we were so young, but just because, you know, I just wasn't, you know, expecting it. But you know, he'd gone and asked my dad and he'd done all the things That's, already oh, yeah. yeah. And um and Is and that then scary
1: think- for you, Ben? Back yeah. then it tw-
3: A little bit. It's a little daunting. He's a He's like a he's a strong man. Like he, he he's into guns and fireworks <laughs> and yeah, right. you know, shooting and you know, hunting and I, I feel like when you're in the driver's seat though, it takes it, it takes the anticipation out of it a little bit because it's like, Oh, I'm in the driver's seat, I'm going to you know, I've got a question, I've got something to present, you know, I'm driving here. But him him in general life, he's an unpredictable guy. Um yeah,
0: yeah. Country, country man. He's a bloke's bloke. When you asked him, what did he say? <laughs> yeah. Did he pull out a gun? <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, so we'd, we'd spent a lot of time, you know, I'd gotten to know him and the whole family. They're a tight family unit. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, a stranger or an outsider. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I might have put it to him twice and I feel like he might have said it's not, it's not quite the right time. First I think time. Just,
2: I, I didn't know this. So Ben yeah. told me later, I think the first time he was like, oh, I feel like it's a no for now. And Ben, <sighs> I was like, so shocked. Like I was like, wow, ballsy!" like, you know, yeah. like, just Ben to then be like, okay, cool. And so then like, you know, cause I feel like at that point I would be like, is this kind of like worth this effort? Like <laughs> they're kind of annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's interesting. And then um, you came how back long, a second time. Yeah, yeah. How long in between the two times that you asked?
3: Oh look, the details are vague now. It could have been six to twelve months. Mm. Um, yeah. I just called him the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a while. It was a while.
2: Yeah. Are you
1: sure you meant no? <laughs> just checking.
3: I sent him a few memes, and I thought, you know, maybe he's having maybe he's having a better day. I'll just him <laughs> the next day.
2: Yeah, yeah. but we uh, were very young, you know, and like I said, I, I'm the, I was the first to get married. My um dad, particularly, I think um you know really struggled when you know I mean I think all parents do right when it's like you know the first one leaves the nest, and we were young, yeah. and so when we got married, I think we were like um. 22, I think, 21, yeah. 22, yeah, wow. um, and so, um, we were, I mean, I guess you know, it didn't seem, we didn't seem young at the time, because when you're young, right, you're just like, I'm so mature, I'm, I'm yeah. Old, i know. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, and so I, just, we didn't feel that young, um, and um, and, and I think that we just like, I don't know, it just felt right, you know, and so we were just like, yeah, it feels like it's meant to be, and um, and so we got married, and then a year later, we moved to Sydney. Mm. nice away
0: from your family right away from both our families so both both Uh, our families were in part
2: yes Ben's parents were here as well Mm -hmm. um and that was we talked about this as well because that was like um intentional in the sense of like um Ben mentioned before I'm from a really tight family Mm. not that we we didn't like want to get away from our families Mm -hmm. it wasn't like that but um I you know imagine like I grew up in a caravan with my family, like we're pretty tight. And so I, I found the process, I think um, more challenging of like, kind of shifting of like, Oh, this is my family now. You know, mm. this is my husband is my family now. Um, mm. Can you tell them a story about um, that first week in Sydney when we were driving the the Ute, <laughs> the Ute. <yote. Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah,
3: Rach has a very capable family, you know, her dad's always worked for himself and he can, fix things and make things and, you know, come up with businesses and super capable, right? And so it was a great opportunity for us to go and learn to rely on each other um, and for me to, you know, figure out how I was going to, you know, problem-solve when things came along. And we were really fortunate to get an opportunity quite early when we moved to Sydney. So when we moved up to Sydney, we had, a, we had an old 2010 dual cab rodeo, four-wheel drive.
2: In Sydney? And yep. we
3: used to, you know, I used to drive to work through five dock and the roads made of those concrete sections and it was literally like riding a horse in that <laughs> ute, right?
4: I so young and, so poor.
3: <laughs> and I was every other weekend I was moving someone's fridge. Um but anyway, that Ute, uh, we were coming home from somewhere, maybe we got dinner or something, and we were a few blocks away from home and we'd only been in Sydney couple
2: a month, of weeks. couple weeks. A couple weeks.
3: And I'd stopped at a light, light went green. And Rach says to me, it's green. And I'm like, yeah, I know. The car won't move. And she's oh. like, "We well, just press the pedal. And, I, perfect. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm trying to figure out what's going on under my feet. And I reach down and I pick up the accelerator pedal and I say, it's not <laughs> working. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> no. Stop.
2: Sturdy
3: ute. Yeah. It still had like an electrical cable trailing off the end of it, but like welding was broken, bolts oh. were gone.
2: And I was like. Can't we just pull over and sticky tape it back on? And Ben was like, gaffer tape it back together. Oh, yeah, ben was like, yeah. not everything can be gaffer taped back together, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, oh,
4: just no. Gaff-a-takes. Through the moving
3: and the unpacking, like, it was January we moved up there like, hottest day on record within mm. a few years. And so, like, we're still getting our house unpacked and figuring out how to be country kids in the city you know all that stuff and so it was just a bit, it was a bit of a boiling point but anyway we rolled through the intersection and I pulled over and we left the there that night and and started the walk back and Rachel starts sobbing <laughs> oh Bye. What are we gonna do? And I'm like, oh, 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 we we'll, we'll just get home. We we'll get on Google. You know, we'll find someone. Maybe we have to get it towed or something. I'm sure there's a tire place around here that's got a mechanic or whatever. And she's like, I'm just gonna call my dad. <laughs> and then Ben was
2: like, Don't call your dad. We can. I can fix.
1: Mr. Reliable getting the independence.
2: <laughs> so funny. Like it was just so. Like you know, we look back now. And we're like, it's so hysterical because it wasn't like. I was also not capable. Like we were so young, we knew nothing, but it was just like, my default reaction was just like, I'm just going to call my dad. Oh, my and dad. then it was just like, dude, like literally it happened five minutes. So at least give me a chance. Like, come on now. As yeah. <laughs> I'm like walking along <laughs> like straight to city, just sobbing. <laughs>
1: on my
3: phone like cert three in welding okay there's one that starts tomorrow i can do this
1: i'll have this done in four years
2: (laughs) till then we're walking
4: to work yeah (laughs)
1: we're just gonna
3: take out a loan to get the tow truck and then we'll be on it yes exactly
1: why was it important for you to learn how to rely on each other and not the people around you
3: i feel like as a i don't know as a concept i think that's just a healthy thing to have in a marriage um and it's a healthy boundary to sort of mark out when you first get married right it's it's great to be around family and it's great to rely on the people that you love and and have them there as a resource as and, and as a support to you but i don't know i feel like being in a marriage just has its own dynamic and mm. and you know it's i think it's just appropriate to mm. to really lean on each other and to be your own independent team as well as you know having the resources around you um i think relationally it just makes sense to do that
1: yeah i like that i think that's awesome we uh when our car broke down when did the car break down like three months ago yeah not too long ago yeah it was a hot ass day as well and we relied on racq at the time because they were awesome <laughs> and uh we had a bottle of red wine in the car so we're like we're gonna be here it said it was gonna be like two hours so we're like we're on a
0: we're obviously not driving home. yeah
1: we're not driving home we're in a dead street yeah and it's hot as hell but we're like red wine let's just drink red wine and jump on Instagram live and talk to people. It was Love so that. fun.
0: It was and the tow truck driver came. He's like, get in and had a good yarn to him on the way back.
1: And... Oh yeah. He was a bloke Not bloke. Every
2: relationship has that, you know, and I know like, you know, we just like being like hearted about it, but I think like even that example, you guys just gave is a really good example of like in a marriage it's like there's so many hard things about life in general and marriage Mm. in general. And so when these little annoyances come along, I feel like you can decide that if you decide that every time something's annoying, that you're just gonna have a bad attitude, man, your life is going to suck so bad. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got to make a conscious decision every day to be like, I will be happy and enjoy my life in spite of these hard things. Otherwise what's the point, you know, like it's just, it's just life. It's not that serious. Yeah. Yeah. When life gives you lemons, right? That's Mm.
4: right.
1: (laughs) But you guys obviously getting married at such a young age, you're probably still working out who you guys were as individuals as well. And obviously as a team, did that come with any challenges or like butting heads or anything? Cause I know people seem to be getting married older or at a, you know, older age than they used to. So for you guys getting married so young, you know, did you face any sort of hurdles or challenges along the way?
3: Yeah, I think we were definitely still figuring out who we were as people and you know your personality shifts so much throughout your your 20s right you figure out what you like and what you want to do and you know you see what opportunities sift through your door and where you want to go with work and things like that so we both of us absolutely walked through all of that 20s stuff side by side Mm. um and yeah it definitely came with seasons of like oh you know i want to change I want to get out of that career and get into this career, you know, go one step back now and hopefully do a few steps forward later on. And yeah, periods where we were navigating what we were going to do with work. Um, you know, one of the me- one of the reasons we moved to Sydney in particular was to-, to check out work opportunities. We had jobs to go to, but we didn't know if they were going to be the, the career paths we stuck with. All we knew that was that there would be heaps of chances to try stuff. Um, so yeah, career stuff we walked through together, just maturity in in relationships and communication and mm. um yeah i mean t- the the 20s are a, a wild ride yeah <laughs> um so to do that together with someone yeah it's a, it's a whole thing what do you think
2: i think that um i think it's actually harder for people who end up with someone later in life in, in my you know anecdotal opinion, Um, only because I think that a lot of the time if you walk through those 20s and you solidify who you are, it's a lot harder to change um, once you're older. Um, And so when people often say to us, oh, you know, that's a time of change, I'm like, yeah, but we were doing it together. And so um, we had a commitment to one another already. And so, you know, we were both changing in light of that commitment as opposed to, you know, you know, you marry someone when you're 45, 50 or older or whatever, um, you kind of know who you are and you're probably not that prepared to change at that point in your mm-hmm. life you've, you've really been doing to find it for...
3: someone that's ready to lock in yeah to what you are right
2: yeah and we had a lot of changing to do you know like um in the sense that i mean i think everyone does but um you know i come from a family and we, we talked about this we talked about this in the car we were talking about how um you know ben comes from a family that are much more passive than mine mine are very assertive he's a very <coughs> passive and so one of the things that immediately became apparent when we got married was the way that we dealt with conflict together um mm. and it was and even today like you know we've been married such a long time but i feel like Like it's still like rears its like ugly head every now and then when we fall into our default patterns of how we deal with conflict Um, and we have to remind ourselves, okay, like, you know, somewhere in the middle is healthy. Being me being crazily, annoyingly aggressive and assertive is not helpful. You going into a corner and not talking to me is also not helpful. Yeah. You know, it's a trying
3: metaphorically.
2: Just see Ben in the corner. I don't, just be like, don't talk to me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> turn off the lights. Did,
1: Did you ever used to, to have those, those dolls in the house where you'd put them in the corner? Did anyone have that, or was that just no. me? Weird. Oh, I know
2: what you talk. The creepy, yeah, like, yeah that hood that, dolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have one, but I've seen them in people's house and thought yeah, that's they're, creepy. They're, that's scary. Yeah,
1: they were weird. They were like a naughty boy corner, and Mum would always be like, "If you keep being a little bastard, you're going over <laughs> there too." I was like, "That looks boring. I'll be yeah. good."
2: <laughs> like Mum, that child is pretending not alive. What are you threatening me? To do yeah, yeah. Here? <laughs> break another wooden
3: <laughs> spoon on my bum. Yeah. <laughs> that, no. that reminds me of having a having the good lounge room. You know, oh yeah, no one goes in. What is oh, the point you of that? that yeah, didn't right?
2: didn't have, We didn't even have one good lounge room, let alone two. Ah, ah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, the whole caravan, it's a yeah. one-stop shop. <laughs> I agree, no, Ben. I, I was saying to Mum the other day with our good lounge, you're still not allowed in it. I'm like, you built this beautiful room and literally no one's ever stood foot in it at all. Yeah. And it's just collecting dust and it's ugly as yeah. I hope Mum doesn't listen to this. It's actually nice, <laughs> but <laughs> I think
3: what no one talks about is the fact that Ladies have their pool rooms in some sense. They do. That's, that's what it is. Tea room. You your, yeah, you the tea China room. China You put too many photos on the mantelpiece, and yeah. you, you know, you hang up your, you hang up your bits and pieces, and you put your around, and yeah, it's the
2: pool yeah. room. And this, it's a female pool room. I like that. I mean, I've I never thought about room. that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Amy it, just puts her. Amy puts her awards on her in her pool. Room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no oh, crafts.
1: Just <laughs> award. award here. Bang, bang, bang. Which is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Yeah. So you guys have three beautiful children.
2: How do you know they're beautiful?
1: Mm, Assumption so beautiful. I shouldn't have done that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Were they good this morning?
2: No, they are beautiful. Um, they're from me. <laughs> no, how, they're very how they're old pretty... are they? Oh, I know you mentioned in the beginning that one's a newborn. Yeah, are... we've got a five five month old um and a um a boy and a four-year-old girl and a six year old boy. So six, four and newborn.
1: Mm.
0: Epic. Wow, how do you guys manage to? Because Ben, you're a musician, but
1: graphic. Do yeah. you
0: work together? I
1: said, Yeah, let's. Industry? Can we come back so to the children? Questions. We'll come back to the children okay. as well. I feel like yeah. we've yeah. just jumped the whole career section.
2: Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, children yeah. are like a career. So. <laughs> yeah,
3: we've we've had we've had some really major sort of changes over the last few years mm. uh, with what we do with our life. Um, so yeah in our, in our 10 years in sydney we're both full-timers through a range of different things um you know i started off in electrical um wholesaling you know i, I did a trade before we left parks i worked in electrical installation and repair and then i got right into social work and youth work for most ah. of our sydney time the the back end of that i got into hr with with a charity that, that worked with youth and people with disabilities and all kinds of different stuff so i yeah went through a whole bunch of different stuff and always played a little music on the side we'd do some gigs with Rach um you know just playing a bit of guitar um I wasn't even really
2: doing that many gigs either at that point no
3: you were you you know a worker as well yeah yeah um and then the shift to to doing music full time and and having a full crack at it I mean I'll I'll let you talk about this because it's your it's your music but yeah I I'm a muso in the band basically I'm I'm, I'm a guitarist in the band.
0: In Rachel's
2: band. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I do a few gigs here and there for, for other people as well. Um, but Before we did this interview, main...
2: I said to Ben, now, Ben, one of the things that you do is you always undersell yourself. Like, you're so humble. I was like, take a leaf out of my arrogant books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do what
2: I do. Yeah, I was like, you need to talk. We're in the music industry, <laughs> baby. I was like, you need to talk it up a little bit. So, no, but like, you know, Ben literally toured, like, as Adam Harvey's lead guitarist for a year and a half, mm. you know. Epic. Um And so that he would like, you know, and, you know, he gets books for, for gigs with other artists as well. But I generally make him be purely available, available. for my <laughs> shows. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I like hate him, yes. yeah. Yeah. So we do work together in that sense. Um, and yeah, like, you know, we went to Sydney. Um, I got a job um, in the music industry, like coming out of my family band, I went and got a job working for um, a country music booking agency in Sydney and started off as like a junior agent and then kind of worked my way up to um, like the head agent at that agency. Um, I was rapping like a bunch of big country music artists. And then um, I kind of like got really disheartened with the music industry. Amy, I'm sure you can relate at various yep, times in your absolutely. life.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, and I so love fun. it.
2: But yeah, it is super tough and I think it's um, especially tough for, for women. Um, just in terms of like you know who you how you want to present yourself and and on the business side in the music industry it's very male dominated, mm-hmm. so I took a I took a break from the music industry for a bunch of years and um <clears throat> I also went and worked for charities. <laughs> I mean you know we've grown up with parents who you know care about the world and care about making a difference in the world, so um I wound up working for um you know like World Vision for example and I I worked on their celebrity and artist ambassador program and and managed all the celebrities that kind of you know, talked about World Vision, Um, did that for a bunch of years. And then it morphed into like a, um, you know, a music touring program within World Vision, did event management. And then slowly, slowly, um, you know, I got pushed to the point. Actually, that's a good segue. But when we had kids, um, that was when I um, was like, oh, I like, it, it, some, some people have kids and then they get this thing where um, I think it slows them down. For mm. me, it just highlighted the fact that life was only ever going to be harder from now on. Like, you know, so if I want to do something, now is my time to shine, you know, because mm. it, I'm only gonna be more tired, more overworked. And so as soon as I had a kid, that's when I started that's saying, a Ben, good point. I gotta, if I want to do something, now's the time. And so I slowly, slowly started like a side hustle like you know in sort of like you know working with artists or event management and that sort of thing just you know not like not um you know like in a major way but just bits and pieces and then um when I had my second child Magnolia um that was when I kind of I you I had you know a year of maternity leave and so I was like this is it like I've got to use this year by the end when this year of like you know because I had you know um Printable income or whatever I said when this money runs out if I haven't got my business up and running like I have to go back to work and so this is the time I have to make it work before that runs out because we live in Sydney and it's pricey right I just couldn't mm. afford it um yeah. and so I just like hustled like all through having little kids I had them at home with me um you know while I was working I juggle like calls with sleep times and you know I said, you know it just it was a hard hard but worthwhile time and so then when Magnolia kind of came to the age of like where that leave finished, like that, you know, I just, I quit my job, um, didn't go back and I had a business. <laughs> how did that feel
1: <laughs> quitting your job? Like, were you stoked?
2: I was so stoked. I was like super um, proud of myself because I think, um, you know, people don't talk enough about, you know, how, when you work towards something and when you've got a, a vision and a focus, and then when you achieve it, you know, it, it feels so good. And I think that you know, where I'm constantly just, you know, when I look back on that time, I'm like, I don't know how I did that because I was so tired. And, but just the drive to not only, you know, not be stuck in a full-time job and wanting to be present for my children, but also wanting to model to my children, um, bravery and, you know, taking risks and potentially failing and all of those, you know, things that we would say are, family values of ours I was like listen kids you know I don't know maybe you know kids like this but most kids don't listen at Mm -hmm. all and so but our kids you know I feel like what they do do is that like they see what we do constantly and so I was like I have to model to them you know you know failure I have to model to them taking risk I have to model all these things so they can learn what that looks like um and that's you know kind of what catapulted, I guess, um, you know, the launch of, you know, my own booking agency, which is called sure thing agency and also my music career. So I literally started a business and decided to start a music career more or less at the same time. Wow. That's really inspiring. Cause
0: obviously we're in the age and we're married where we're like, are we going to have kids? Are we not going to have kids? We've discussed it on previous episodes. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, how am I going to have a kid and juggle two music careers and a yep. podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. how am I and I a husband. <laughs> and a husband. Yeah, like I, I don't know what to do with my child. <laughs> yeah. But it's really inspiring yeah. to see that it is possible to have yeah. a career, uh, two yeah. careers as well, and kids. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, you get fed these stories from other parents being like, have fun while you don't have
2: kids and live your life now because they're going to slow you down. Mm. Like that narrative and and it it makes me so sad when I like Mm. and we we talk about this a lot and you might have some thoughts on this as well I think it's good to hear like the male perspective too on on kids but for me as a mum I mean, like, I have an amazing husband, right? Who is like mm. a very um, full and equal parent. Like, you know, we're definitely not in some weird dynamic where you know Ben's just off, you know, at the back having a ciggy, <laughs>
3: a beer and a ciggy, a beer playing a his ciggy. guitar.
2: <laughs> no, like, that's not the, it's not
3: that that all look
2: after the kids. But it's not, there's nowhere in between. It's just like two extremes. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: No, but yeah, we have a very like a good partnership. Um, that doesn't mean it's fair or equal all the time. It means it goes up and down. But I do. Feel really sad when I hear people talk about their children that way. Um, you know, I not only do I love my kids, but they have made me become a better person. And so often I hear people talk, and I think, look, I think number one, if people don't want to have kids, they definitely shouldn't have kids. I 100% support that wholeheartedly because, um, that's not fair to bring you know human beings into the world that need you and then not like them (laughs) like that's weird to me um but I think that um when I hear people talk about the reasons for not having kids it's often the rhetoric is often um you know oh I'm too selfish and I'm like well that's the family value that like we pride ourselves on not being selfish people so the fact that you're very proud of being selfish is odd to me (laughs) so all all the arguments for not having kids I'm like that's a weird thing to like, that's a weird flex. Hey, like, I, I don't, like, even if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't pride myself on being a selfish person. I'd probably right. want to be someone who considers the world and considers the impact of, you know, what I can do in the world. And so, um, but look, having kids like you either get better or you die. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You just got to yeah. make it work. Like, yeah.
3: The, the like... of truth through it all is that it is hard, mm. but it's not, Miserable, like no. you don't have to frame it up, like it's just misery and mm. sacrifice, because that's often it's...
0: the narrative you get told. It's one,
3: it's a one sided way to look at it, and it's like don't
0: know. do it, like just in the joking way, like don't yeah. do it, or like go yeah. travel while you're young and without kids, and you're like, oh god, do
2: I want kids? Because I mean, I terrible. took Magnolia. I wanted to go to the US for a conference when Magnolia was ten months old, and so I flew from Sydney to New York by mm. myself with a ten month old baby. Um. And was it hard? Yeah, but I wanted to go. So I just made it work. Like, you know, and was I tired? Yeah, I've got like a community of, like I've got friends in the States. And so when I got there, I crashed out and my friend helped me with my baby. You know, like, I just feel like, you know, but look- you know, one of it, I talk a lot about values, but like values are important. I think to me, it's like a crazy person with my corporate values. Um, but no, I think like one of the things <laughs> I say to our kids is um, when my son often say, "Mom, it's, it's so hard. And I'm like, yeah, mate, it is hard, but in this family, we can do hard things. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, that's just a value that, that I have for myself is, you know, I can do hard things. Do I want to do all of the hard things? Yeah. That's something I'm still working on.
3: <laughs> we often have conversations about our arch nemesis. Past Rachel, who's who's set this up for difficulty. More times than fast Rachel, and her so
2: man, hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: poor, poor present Rachel is always just dealing with the fallout of that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah,
2: it's one of my weaknesses. So mm. yeah, yeah, kids,
3: oh. kids are hard, but you, there's there's so much good stuff about having kids. You know, you get to see a little a little me and a little you grow up, and you get to spend time with them and laugh with them and see them change every day you know all the cliched stuff about babies it's all true like all all the good things are true as well but they don't always get mentioned mm-hmm. um, yeah and you know p- people have different circumstances harder circumstances and different people can find different levels levels of difficulty with having kids it's absolutely true but it's not all bad and yet i don't know just hasn't felt like we need to warn people off mm. it
0: no, it was just nice to see you as making it work. Three <laughs> kids, multiple careers. And I think the first time I met you, you were backstage at the uh,
2: Tamworth Golden Guitar Awards breastfeeding. Yeah, <laughs> so That's right. Um, and so I was... think that's like a good example though, right? Is like, I went to the Golden Guitars, but I had to stay backstage the whole mm. night, you know? And so, but like, I don't know, I don't know if you can recall, you probably can't, but like, I don't feel like I was unhappy. No. I was just living my life, you know? That's where the real party's at. That's right. (laughs) To see people,
3: you still get to network and catch up with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
2: It's just, you know, it is what it is. And so I think we just, yeah. And we, you know, we love the idea that we can bring human beings into the world and that they can make the world a better place. You know, you can have as many kids as you want. They might not be great people. So maybe just like, you know, we're all about, you know, quality over quantity. So Mm. like three is enough for us. If I have any more, they're just going to be mongrels. Yeah. fair enough fair <laughs> enough
0: honesty I
1: love it and ha- have you guys moved back to parks now are you back in the regional town yeah, hey yeah, what so, made you move back
3: well we got this opportunity to tour with Adam Harvey so you know Rachel recorded an album and, and she got herself the the support slot for his tour um Hell you know, yeah his new album a couple of years ago and so it was like okay well we've got these kids what are we going to do with the kids when we go on tour mm. and we're talking about finishing up work. And then, you know, we looked at the options and we just thought, you know, there's there's two sets of grandparents and a bunch of aunties and uncles and cousins out at parks. Maybe it's time we shift back out there. Um, yeah. And then we had two lockdowns to deal with mm. in the midst of going on that tour. So we spent the first lockdown in Sydney. Um, I was still doing my HR job. Um, and then by the time second lockdown came around, we'd, raced out here, bought a house, and, you know, we had a backyard second time around for the kids to run around in, and we'd done some of the tour by that point, and then it went on hold, um, did some other jobs, you know, I did my graphic design work, and Rachel's working on her agency, and then when lockdown two ended, we got back on tour and finished off the tour with Adam (laughs) Harvey, and then... Uh, what was that? That was
2: last year, right? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people often said, "Well, you could have, you know, you could have just had Ben stay and um and look after the kids, which is totally reasonable, and we definitely could have um done that." Um, I think that one thing I said to Ben when I started, you know, doing music again, um, and I think Amy, it's a little different for you because you're out on the road with your your family, mm-hmm. um, so I think it's a little different. Um, but I feel like um I never want to assume that. Like I think, as for us as a couple, I was like, I don't want to be on the road without you, um and I don't want to put our relationship in any sort of jeopardy. Not that I'm like, I'm gonna be out on the road partying, cheating on you, <laughs> like <laughs> wild times, <laughs> rock roll. Like- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like country music, right? No, but like what I meant was though, I feel like sometimes you know, like I don- i often just look around and see what other people are doing, and then I I try and learn from other people's mistakes, right? And so in the music industry, I see couples constantly falling apart. It's like we have all of these warning signs and yet we're always like, but I'm but we are different ones we're the ones who are stronger than We've everyone got that
4: real love. We're <laughs> yeah.
2: real love, you know like yeah. we would never fall into the same traps as them yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I, I'm just like well how about we just assume that we're human beings who are also susceptible to all of the same issues that the rest of the world is susceptible to and and so I don't want to ever put myself in a situation where you know you know uh, like you know I'm out on the road and we're not our lives aren't intertwined like and, and you know maybe you know it's not just like you know cheating it's also just like missing out on on life with your partner and so that was something that was really important um to me um kids are fine they can do what they want to do <laughs> 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 they, can, they can stay at home <laughs> no. it's, but,
3: a, it's not like every relationship falls apart when people are touring no but it it's a it's a it's a pressure yeah, it's yeah. A there's for separation sure. there there's you know lives that are somewhat more separate for a time yeah um you know even if it doesn't go into crisis mode and things don't go wrong there's there's still just challenges that come with that and it's and like, just well, what also if, res- what if,
0: resentment from yes you ben if you were you know looking at yeah, the I'm, I'm kids the whole time you're, you're missing out or whatever yeah yeah 100%. totally
3: so it's like well what if we could do it without that pressure what what if we could do it together yeah um, yeah it's not like you will cocaine will fall into your nose it's just, <laughs> we, you will leave me but it's like what if we could just enjoy it together and we yeah we just found a way that we could yeah yeah
2: and I think as well, like it's in terms awesome. of the kids as well, we do think about that with the kids too. And so we, we did a lot of combination of, you know, some shows we would, you know, not make as much money on because we'd pay a nanny to come on the road and we would bring the kids along. So we sure. alternated between sometimes with grandparents, sometimes on the road, you know, and, and tried to find that healthy balance, um, you know, um, with the kids as well. Um, I don't feel any sort of um, negativity about them spending time with their grandparents. So I think that's yeah. a really lovely thing. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I
1: think people often neglect the we're always doing things for money and it's like how can we get the biggest return on our time but you don't realize that wealth comes through the spending the time together being on the road together or having your kids with you like that's creating yeah. memories that money necessarily can't buy like especially yeah. when you're on the road like you're not gonna be touring for or maybe you will be touring forever but most things like sport and all that have a timeline so if you can experience as much of that together as possible and it's you know a unique experience that many will never get
2: yeah and I think you're right as well in the sense that like with the money thing, like money isn't always the most <clears throat> or the only, you know, objective in, in things. And once again, looking at people who've come before us, how often do you hear the story of people on their deathbed uh, yeah. saying, they never say, I wish I had more money. I, they mm-hmm. always say, I wish i spent more time with my family. So like, let's just take that knowledge and then just like use that, you know, and, and not prioritize the things that don't really matter. Of course, we still have to make money. We still mm-hmm. have to pay our bills. We still have to live, but it's not black and white. There's many shades of gray within that.
1: Yeah, I feel it's like that's advice. a mic drop moment yeah. that's like the best life advice or relationship advice ever Yeah, start taking me on the road
2: <laughs> that's what he took away <laughs> from
0: it
1: <laughs> shades of
3: just yeah. he wants own. a place
2: oh, in your oh, band there's a backing, yeah. a backing dancer position give me the available. triangle do need, like, I do need a masseuse on the road personal
0: trainer
1: give me... it does not work if I try to train Amy we're just like just,
2: yeah. why are you yeah.
1: making me do this? I told you at the beginning you wanted to do, achieve this. This is the yeah. plan to do that. And now I'm making you do it. You don't want to do it. Can't what's, listen to
2: it. I mean, me I'm, right I'm having it. a great vision of Lockie on the road with like a baby carrier and a little baby in it side of stage. Like, oh, yeah. the vibes I'm picturing
1: I'm like, uh, what's the dude off the hangover with oh, the beard? Yeah, Alan. Yeah.
2: Alan. <laughs> yes,
1: Zach. His, Zach. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, just get weird. me. That's me. <laughs> I can yeah. tell jokes. I'll be there.
0: Perfect. I love that. Done deal.
1: <laughs> I just don't have a baby. I'll go buy a dog or something. Love that. <laughs> a training baby. <laughs> a training perfect.
2: baby. <laughs> yeah. We've got, a, we've got a few. We've got a few over here we can throw you away if you're, yeah. you just need. Swing them. Up, <laughs> swing
1: we'll get, pick them up in Tamworth and we'll yeah,
2: yeah. test Love how
1: that. it goes. Yeah. Test run. <laughs> I'm always knackered after looking after my nephew. So
0: Yeah. Oh, the kids just have so much energy. Like so We much. thought we had energy. But Hudson. You
1: get jealous, don't you? I'm always jealous. I'm like, how do you keep going? Like I take Hudson, my nephew, to the skate park. And I used to skate all day every day yeah. and now after like 20 minutes i'm cooked and he's like again i'm like dude come on i'll buy you an ice cream i'll bribe you with an ipad whatever you want They're
0: like watch this movie this three yeah. hour
2: long movie and then they yeah, yeah they literally watch 15 minutes and over yeah. yeah go
1: into the next thing
0: well it's
2: because wow. i have no emotional pressure firstly that's our biggest strain in life is like mental and uh, mental and emotional you know pressure um and on top of that wouldn't you be relaxed if you had someone doing everything for you day yeah. in day out
1: yeah
0: come on you now
2: you just play outside of all day
0: yeah every day and just
1: yeah. it's like lunch is ready nap yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I could yeah. get used to that we can
1: you test it for adults and yeah. And yeah everything yeah not having to think about it that's for sure so how do you guys obviously you made the decision that you wanted to go on the road together and do those sorts of things but you're still doing a bit of graphic design Ben, and then Rachel. you've obviously got the agency so how do you how do you balance going from like design mode and reach to agency mode to then we're on the road mode like how do you juggle all of that because as amy was saying before like a lot of people would just be like no nah, that's too hard leave that i'm not gonna you know pursue my music career a business as well it's just like one or nothing or children
3: yeah yeah um i mean I, i'll lay out what a normal week would look like i think that's the best way to describe how we make it work but i, I think a, a comment to make would be you know we talked about one or the other person's career being in the, in the spotlight or in the driver's seat for certain phases of life. Yeah, And so, you know, there was a time there where my career in social work and, and HR really took over and we were really investing into that while we had young babies and, and Rachel sort of building things at home, but primarily looking after the kids. And that was, I sort of had a season there where we put all of our focus and attention into my job <clears throat> and we, and we, we are the other way around now at this phase in our life. Um, you know, we focused a lot of our attention into getting Rachel's Agency off the ground. Um, recording that first album a couple of years ago and then touring it out there. Um, we've got the second one. Um, second album out now, you might want to talk about that. Um
2: second album is not out. It's recorded It's recorded. Yeah, I, I was like, big, that's different than what I releases? had yeah. I was like, that's yeah. different to what I had on
1: my notes.
2: The label said I'm not even allowed to allude to a second album yet. So, wow, you just like <laughs> right. the exclusive here.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. scratch it. So the
0: it's first in the single's can. out. A yes. single's anyway. out,
3: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've I've taken on a little more time looking after the kids. Um, I do graphic design work and other bits and pieces a few days a week, and I work at night. Uh, I do a little bit of stuff on the weekends. So a normal week for us is that. Rachel will work Monday to Friday on the agency stuff. Um, I'll look after uh, Maggie, who goes to daycare two days a week. So I'll look after her for a few days. Our son's in year one, so he goes to school, normal school days. Um, And then I'll work Thursday and Friday. I'll work, do a little bit of work at night. And I've just taken on enough work that that it doesn't overwhelm my availability at the moment. Um,
2: You forgot about our other child.
3: The baby. Yeah. 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 So I, I, he
1: tags along She's with a, me. He sorts himself out. <laughs>
3: I he's think the
2: question is that like, yeah, but you've got a baby, so who yeah. looks after the baby? <laughs> he, he's
1: he's fine.
2: It's a third child. He raises himself. So. He still
3: sits in his little rocking chair and rocks along. So you know, Uh-oh. I was out there putting some capping on on our new fence out the front the other day, and I just put him in his chair with a couple of toys, and and you know, he just sat there and talked to me while I put tech screws in the mm-hmm. fence, and we had a lovely afternoon. My daughter was off digging in the sand, um, <laughs> you know, finding chunks of dog poo. <laughs> um (laughs) off in the corner and we're all just chilling in the yard so you know that that works for about an hour hour and a half and then he gets cranky and I've got to stop what I'm doing and take him in for a feed or put him back to bed or whatever and you know you just learn to chop your life up and get things done in in the chunks in between those sort of scheduling things with kids I guess Mm. um but yeah we're definitely putting our attention into your projects mainly uh but having said that you know, moving out of Sydney and, and getting away from the, the rent and finishing up our full-time work, that allowed me to study graphic design and start taking on that work that I wouldn't have happen, had an opportunity to do if mm. I was still a full-timer in Sydney, you know, holding down the bills. So um, it's that's an opportunity that's only come about because we've, we've, we've shaken things up like this. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: awesome that you did that.
2: Mm. And like this is like the, you know, Ben's, um, I think like third, not one, two, like you've had three different like careers really, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think that we like a lot of people like once you've got a career, like that's it for life. Well, not so much now with our generation, but you've taken like kind of like starkly different career choice, you know, started off in like as an electronics technician mm-hmm. to move into youth and homelessness and now to move into graphic design. Um and I think, like you know, Ben also forgot to mention that he's also finishing off a graphic design degree as well. Mm. So he's in his last semester of that too. So oh, he, okay. um, once again, always um, underselling himself. But like he, you know, he does so much, and um, and he really looks after the clients that he works with. Um, you know, with his graphic design too. Um, I'm the most annoying client by far. <laughs> um, I'd give him. He's like, "What's the deadline?" I'm like, "Tomorrow," and he's like, "That does not suit my schedule." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, "I'll pay you 100 percent more." he's like 100% of nothing is still nothing (laughs) 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 but yes yeah and and you're right like we have taken different times in our career where we've like you know we've focused on each other's careers and supported each other in that way especially you know um, I moved to Sydney for a job in in the music industry and I I loved that but you wanted to move into a a different field and so we had to you know put a lot of work trying to figure out how to do that Um, and that's what I'm saying like we really like we're we really consider ourselves a team you know it doesn't feel like you know, even though it looks like from the outside, okay, there's a lot of focus right now on my agency and my music, and there is, Um, I I, I often when I talk about my album, I'm like, oh, we just put out an album because it feels like we've done it together, you know, and mm. we've really supported one another through that.
1: I love yeah. it. That's
2: great.
3: Well, I guess Let's... There's, there's the music in the mix as well. I mean, that that's what home life looks like. But whenever there's gigs to go to, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll drop the kids off to school and daycare on, the, on a Thursday or a Friday, and then we'll, we'll hit the road. We've got um, touring, yeah buddy the, the baby's been coming with us since October yes um, and then we're off doing touring and we get back on a Sunday night pick the kids up from the grandparents and then, so and then we're stuff. back into our routine yeah, yeah. so that, that's where the gigging sort of fits into all that
2: right. and look sometimes it's super uncomfortable you know like I, I had um I had buddy he was a couple of weeks late I mean babies you know they're on their own schedule and so <laughs> by the time I had him I then had to go to Groundwater Country Music Festival to perform two and a half weeks later and wow. so like that was like no, I mean, I'd planned that he might. You know, I'd planned <laughs> that he would be around four or five weeks, but it ended up being two weeks. Um, and so like for me physically, that was a really big challenge. Um, and and so that's what I'm saying is like sometimes, like you know, I, I, it was great to do it, but sometimes life is just hard, you know. And I'm look back now and I'm like, wow, I really just had a child. Just my body. Insane. And then past, was rachel. past <laughs> rachel
4: she's a jerk <laughs> uh, but no yeah.
2: it was great and i yeah. like i you know i actually am one of those weird people who's like i quite like birth mm. as well and so i could you know i'm very big advocate for women's bodies and what we can do and so um you know it was fine and, and we had a great time so yeah
1: that's epic so before we chat about obviously the new single and what inspired it let's do the pet peeves signal the yes. segment, sorry. And I'm just looking at...
0: Lock, still Wait, looking check for a buzzer.
1: Out. I don't want to do this one to you, but it's a wrong answer, Fart Toot Flute. Should that okay. be our a... It's huh?
0: going to be the one. Oh, that
2: was it's big. That was, that was big. <laughs> look. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a
3: real shock jock now. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> right? Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. There it is. Well, there
2: okay. were so
1: many. And then, like, the XX came up with their intro. I'm like, that's not really a buzzer sound, but that... Uh.
2: I love it because I watched um, a little bit of an interview with you guys the other day where you interviewed another couple and you were discussing like you were having like nearly an identical conversation. And it's funny because the look on Amy's face was identical and it was like, I love you, but also like you're so annoying. I know. <laughs> I'm like, <"Shut." laughs> like just get it together, man. Of you I love.
1: This is why she doesn't take me on the road.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> She's like, you're you dead one set, job. useless. all right pet peeves pet Pet peeves
1: oh
0: there we go there's our (laughs) buzz maybe we'll get Rach to do us a little yeah little buzz buzz
3: sound (laughs) (laughs) all right go peeve my pets
2: oh wow that's weird um okay (laughs) (laughs) i don't love it um pet peeve okay i actually had one and then um amy was like um sent me a message and she was like oh make sure um you haven't told each other your pet peeves and i was like oh we already debriefed in the pet peeves so then i came up with a second pet peeve oh there's there's so many to pick from right and so i was like i'm just gonna pick another one um okay this really gets on my goat (laughs) <laughs> How are you okay. feeling, Ben? Ben's got the sweats. So, <laughs> could be, it could be one of
3: many things. That's true.
2: <laughs> and I've probably complained about it many times. So, um, I grew up when I, when, I, when I was growing up, you know, like, um, has anyone heard of like, you know, a flannel, right? A flannel mm. that you're like, okay. Yeah. So, Ben does not call it a flannel, calls it a face washer. Apparently, yep. I washer. think we do the same. Yeah. yeah. We're the same. Yeah, well, I grew up in Broken Hill. And we what do you do it with
3: it? You wash, washer.
2: <laughs> you always say like get a face washer and I'm like were well, you just washing your face with it or like what like are you washing like what else are you washing with it like it's rest, like do you have one for your face and one for your body like anyway yeah. we call it a final that's what we called it when I was growing up um and so Ben's a fancy man and so um in my day and age when I was growing up you just have a final you don't you don't use a final unless like you really have to in the shower what do you use I don't know just soap on like nature's final the hand the hands <laughs> Just put some soap on your hand and then rub your body. I still do that. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm just like, I don't get this flannel situation. And so not only does Ben want to use flannel, which I'm fine with, by the way, except when we go to a hotel and there's only one flannel and I need it to wash my makeup off at the end of the night and Ben's used it to wash his body. And then I'm like, am I what yeah. am I rubbing on my face at?
0: Oh, it's Ben's bum his
2: flannel. flannel. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, obviously. I, I've, had
3: to, I've had to figure out how to, you know, become intimate with myself again, with my no flannel. Now, I, I don't remember how I grew up, but I'll tell you this.
2: <laughs> tell when us. I
3: was like, you know, young teenager, like 12-ish or 13-ish. One Christmas I it got. Sounds one like
2: this. it's gonna be a weird story, but okay. I
3: got one yeah. of those Link, one of those Lynx shower packs for Christmas, right? And it's uh, Lynx awesome. Africa. Yeah, right, and it's got the <laughs> filthy-smelling shower gel and a mm-hmm. loafer that looks like it belongs in a toy box, right, yeah. with a big rubber grip pad on the back.
4: He's and a man?
3: I seriously had that thing for 13 years. No. Yeah, and it was, my, no. it, it was my trusty little, you know, body scrubber until until the day where it you know, just Literally disintegrated rough. and fell apart. not even
2: my pet peeve, <laughs> and I'm already feeling so annoyed <gasps> hearing this story. <laughs> I hate it so much. So after that was gone from my life, I really just had to – had to figure At out least to we wash the flannels, anyway.
0: So yeah. yeah. Anyway, maybe you forward. didn't put the soap bar in your butt. It's <laughs> yeah, no, true.
3: Well, it's either that or your hand.
0: <laughs> but it's washing your hand at the same time. So <laughs> right? Okay. Anyway, it's fine. So listen, not only does
2: Ben have to have a flannel for cleaning himself, <laughs> which is fine, like I'm fine with that, but he has infiltrated the ranks, and the kids will only clean themselves with the a flannel, flannel, and oh. they don't call it a flannel. And I say. Hey, Graham, like my son, hey, here's some soap. I need a, I need a face washer. It's called a funnel, firstly, but sure. I Just use your hand. I don't want to put my hand on my bum. <laughs> <laughs> and so, listen, That's, I'm not even at the pet peeve yet, just so you both know. The pet peeve is that every day I go into that very beautiful, his newly renovated bathroom. It's so beautiful. It's like my happy place. I love it. And every day I go in there, Graham's had a shower, Magnolia's had a shower. Ben's had a shower and there are three dirty old flannels just rolling around in the tub. And so I'm like, much has no one thought? But like, but you've just like throwing them around with your feet, like, because it's like a shower bath, right? Because we've got a small, service, so it's just yep. like a shower. So I'm just like, no one thought like there's a dirty clothes basket right there. So then I get into the shower and then I have to squeeze the dirty old bum flannels out and uh. throw them in the dirty clothes. <laughs> and then I'm just like, can no one in this family that I lost it and walked out to the whole family? Buddy's like five months old, like I'm using like, a flannel, <laughs> and I was like, everyone in this family, listen, I want the flannels squeezed out and put in the dirty clothes basket. I'm sick of touching them. No one listened. This morning they were yeah, because they get
0: cold and ugh.
2: yeah, and oh, it's like geez. I squeeze them and all this soap scum come. I'm oh. just like, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, just use your yeah. hand.
2: That's right. Great. Anyway, fair that's enough. my pet peeve. It's the final situation. I just, I can't deal. I don't want to deal. You know, I don't want to final. That's
1: fair. I'm with you. I think.
0: Thank you. That's then so I think you know your couple goal for the week. <laughs> Put the final
2: in Dirty Clothes Basket
1: or use your hand.
0: Call it a flannel. Yeah, yeah, we've
2: got some life
3: choices to make here, don't we?
2: <laughs> there's, there's some real, there's some real um clickbait in this. Yeah. Oh, is this, flannel yeah. in the dirty clothes basket or use here. <laughs> yeah, this is this
3: is the real, this is the real stuff. The personal routines. we just got a all title. Let's right, hear yours.
2: Let's hear yours. Let's hear yours. I want to hear what you've got. I mean, because I'm just so perfect, and so I just don't know what it could possibly have.
3: Oh, I was but, like, well, you? yeah. Yeah. You, you can talk, you can talk all day about you know cleaning up after yourself and putting things away, and you know. Having your three businesses and having your three children and squeezing out the flannels, but you know what? Right. You get to the end of the day and you pick a few plates up out of the sink and there's three tea bags down in the catcher. Oh. <laughs> right? right, You're pretty much brewing kombucha in there at this point. <laughs> All you had to do was walk a step across the kitchen floor. And drop it in the bin, but
1: oh. there they are. Brewing they kombucha are. in there.
0: I feel you, bang because my sister's a tea drinker, and she mm. does the same thing. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. can't, because we've got the um, you know, garbage gurgler. What's it called? Incinerator. Yes. And it will fuck it up if you put the <laughs> the tea bags down there. Ah. Right. So, yeah, because it gets. I did um, know that. Yeah, you can't put them down there. She just yeah. leaves it in the sink. I mean, no judgment. I Yeah, in the, in sink, the sink, but just <laughs> yeah. no judgment. Just by no. the incinerator. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's hard, it, for me. Like I've talked to you about this before. It is hard when you've got a cup of tea and you're like dangling the tea bag. Then like when I walk across to the bin, how do I? Because it's like a flip, a flip lid bin. I'm um, like, then I have to touch the, the, like, do I touch it with my tea Then my tea bag dribbles down the bin. Just get it
3: with your elbow. No, and it's you hot.
2: Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot going on. So, um, you've look, got to
3: do the old wrap around the spoon and squeeze. You got to get the drips out.
2: No, you're not but, supposed you to do that. Not I'm not allowed to give
3: solutions when problems are presented, am I?
2: No.
3: <laughs> I'm supposed to be a good listener. Know, <laughs> but
2: are. you're but you're presenting the problem though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will this week try and not leave my tea bags in the sink if that will Then
1: if there is if there are any tea bags in, I would love photo evidence, please. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they'll, we'll, they'll be
3: right we'll... there next to the pasta and the little bit of melted cheese and the spinach leaf. Oh. It'll be there. <laughs>
2: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not great. I'm not great in, in the, um, in the kitchen. I'm like, I love, I'm good at cooking. I'm great at cooking, but I do not clean up after myself. Yeah. You're not the dish pig. Lockie's the dish pig in our lives.
1: Mm. I'm a good dish pig. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have a dishwasher, but like, you know, I just leave crap everywhere like in the kitchen yeah
1: i feel like every time i'm needed in the kitchen it's like a bomb or a hurricane just gone through there there's shit that i'm like did we even put this in the meal no but why is it there i thought i was going to use it i'm I like put it away it in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like come on it's insane
2: Gosh. all
3: there, right there is, there is some, something that redeems that story for me though and that's watching her make a cup of tea she it's this nameless game that she's come up with is that is that cup empty all yes. right so it's a little bit empty so she'll get a dry tea bag out, right? And she'll be off in her own world, thinking about business and children and school and how handsome I am, or whatever. And she'll be <laughs> she'll be holding the tea bag by the string and playing this little basketball game where she just flips <laughs> it into the cup over and over again while the kettle's boiling. Oh. And I'll look at her, and she'll be like, "Really? you <laughs> to You've it. It. I've never seen that.
2: Sample it's guys." It like I don't feel like this is politically correct. I don't feel like you're supposed to say it, but you know, whatever. Um
1: I love when a sentence starts with that.
2: Right. No, I just feel like I definitely have some spectrumy things.
0: Uh, <laughs> like and like so- it's like a
2: self soothing. <clears throat> Well, I feel like I just have a few little weird ticks that I do. Um, and so like that is one of them. But I do other things as well. Like I click my fingers. So the whole time I've been talking to you, I've been like clicking my fingers. Like yeah. I have a few little weird things that, okay, I mean, you... I, I hide it really well, but I'm actually a little bit abnormal. <laughs> I, I mean, this might be a personal question, but do you, have you been diagnosed with ADHD? I haven't, like but, um, right now. Yeah. So I haven't, but I do, I do think I probably would be diagnosed with it i have um some i feel like <laughs> this is you know once again just based on my anecdotal life experience so so definitely like my dad and my grandmother there's definitely something happening there <laughs> there's something <laughs> happening yeah. um and so and then also yes and my sister also um but my mum was very much of the thinking when we were growing up that um you know that like like anything in life, you know, um, you just need to know who you are, mm. and then figure out strategies to to deal with who you are. And so she, she was like, kind of. Um, I, I think they never. My parents never wanted. To really, were big on labels and putting labels mm. on things. Yeah. And so rather than be like, you know, oh, you've got X, Y, Z. You know, we might say, um, "Hey, I really struggle to concentrate." And so for me, as an adult yeah. running a business, I'm like, "I really struggle to concentrate," and so I know that I can work in 30 to 40 minute increments, and I then like I need that. to get up and walk around for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and that's just something I have in place for my life, which works well with having kids as well. Because, and you see me do this, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be in here, and then I'll come out, and I'll walk around. I might make mm-hmm. a cup of tea, flip my tea bag around for a while, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever it may be. Um, but I can't. I just so I just have strategies in place that make me more effective as a human being. So yeah. rather than just be like. I'm this and I can't do anything about it. I'm like, well, oh, no, mm. I'm going to try and work my life to support, you know, and, and my son, like, you know, he has some things as well where, you know, and so, so I feel like much more positive about that as opposed to just saying, I've got this and life is just hard. For Give me, me the like, medication. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I just like, I've got this. Um, I just don't want to medicate myself because mm. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with me. I feel like mm. the world says that, you know, we need to be this type of person. Yeah. Well, there's always people who fall outside of that perfect person, and I'm one of them, and I don't want to change myself just because the world is not set up to support me. Yeah. how but I just set up my life to support me. Um now obviously, I'm talking, you know there are people who definitely should have medication for various things in life. I'm not having a black or white answer. I'm just talking about me yeah. specifically. yeah, so the short answer is probably yes. um, and Leaving a tea bag around helps me be the best me I can be. <laughs> I like, love what <laughs> leaving a teabag
3: Help you do what is that? Just leaving a tea bag help you do.
2: That's great, makes... and it's really nice that Ben
0: loves that about you, and yeah. your tea though. making is yeah. art. <laughs> I think that's that's
3: something we enjoy about each other is we both enjoy each other's humor and laugh yeah. at each other. Like yeah, it takes the edges off a lot of things.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get angry, or you can just laugh. You know, it's yeah. fine. Right.
1: Tell us about the new single and what's inspired it.
2: Yeah. Because I noticed, sorry,
1: can I, in the film clip, the caravan, is that inspired by? Living in the caravan, obviously.
2: Well, it's funny because it actually wasn't initially part of the storyboard. And then oh, really? the director, so we, we booked somewhere to stay. Like <clears throat> like it was in like Mangrove Mountain. Like there was, there was like one Airbnb in the region. Mm-hmm. And so yep. when I went to book our com. I just booked this little place. And when I got there, there was like, they were like, it's a two bedroom little shack and then when I got there one of the bedrooms was a caravan because oh, no, our makeup no. our makeup and hair and makeup artists had to come stay and so I was like I'm so sorry what a, like this is the only one available and there's a caravan for yeah. you and so when our um, director came over to see our place she was like oh instead of like she's like let's make this like this is where you're living and I was like oh okay and so we kind of changed the storyboard around a bit on the day yeah. um, to get that in there which was kind of fun Um, and I did think at the time lucky like, yeah, I was like well this is very much you know like my childhood yeah i thought for
1: sure that could have been it
2: but yes so we um that's the first music video i've ever had been be a part of Mm. um and it was so much fun like you know um we had Buddy, like the baby, he was you know only three months old, so he was there on the day, and so our hair and makeup artist, who like Lisa, she was amazing, and she was like you know helping like pushing the pram and holding yep. him, and then stop, I like, had to stop every now and then and breastfeed and like do all the different things, um, and it was exhausting, but it was so much fun, um, and um, yeah, so the song, um, I was kind of I was having a conversation one day with um another industry friend of mine, um, Fanny Lumsden, who I think Amy you've met as well, yep. um, and would know, and she's incredible and just you know. Um, um, you know, just very amazing artist and also just very talented businesswoman too. Um, and we were just chit-chatting about the industry. And I think like, you know, and you guys would know this from being in the music, there's look, there's a lot of cool people everywhere you look. Like there's just like some people you're just like, you're so cool. Like, I just don't know how you're so cool. Um, and so Fanny and I were just, I can't even remember who or what we were talking about, but we were, we were just kind of laughing about this idea that I said to her, oh, even if I wanted to be that cool, like, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I wouldn't know where to start. Mm. And so we were just kind of like making fun of ourselves. And, and and so after I got off the phone with her, then I was thinking, oh, like, there's all these things that I do that are not, you know, cool per se, um, especially in Australian culture. Um, and it'd be really interesting to kind of like write a song about that and kind of highlight different things I do that aren't that cool. And, you know, like the opening line of the song is, um, it's not cool to be too excited about anything at all. And, if that's an Australian culture, I don't know what is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely can feel you on that one. Americans are just so excited. All about... the
1: time. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. And I love for them. Like, imagine being that excited and enjoying <clears> your life in Australia, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's not everyone, obviously, but in Australia, like, you play it cool. Like, you know, we're just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, like, just relax. But I'm like, I'm not that person. I'm like, yeah. I'm so excited about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when Amy and I met, um. I feel like sometimes when I meet people for the first time I, afterwards, I'm just like, I think I was too much. <laughs> no, not at all. I was too
3: much. Did I say anything wrong? Was I too you much? Did I say
2: anything wrong with bed was, was I like, funny?
3: Was I annoying?
2: Was I <laughs> annoying? I don't know. I was trying to be funny, but I think I was just annoying.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I remember I was so tired that week. I wasn't really in my right headspace, but um, oh, you've been no, doing a you were lot. lovely. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think, and obviously like, like I'm new to the country scene. So it was really nice to have a chat and, Yes you and yeah
2: you. so lovely <laughs> backstage where all yep. the fun
0: happens. Mm-hmm.
2: but yeah so that's kind of where the song came about was just like making fun of this idea that like you know at the end of the day cool isn't the goal, right? like the goal is to be authentic and you know who you are. and like the, the, the funny thing is I think that you know the people that we all admire the most, the cool the coolest people, they're the ones who are just they don't care about being cool. they're just you know they're just being themselves. who they are. And, and that's what I think people love is mm-hmm. they can see themselves in other people. um and, and so some, you know, a lot of radio, when I've been doing interviews for the single, a lot of people radio presence, have been like, yeah, but you are really cool. And I'm like, you're mistaking cool for just <laughs> comfortable, comfortable with who I am.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah. like I think, and I think that's an important thing that we all need to know is Good like, point. there's only one of each of us and you know, you're not doing the world a service by, you know, making yourself smaller or making yourself yeah. less yourself, you know, yeah. like, you know, um, I read this book to my kids. It's called The World Needs Who You Were Made To Be. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but it's so and sometimes I'm Yeah, it's but sometimes so I'm like, maybe not all that much though, guys. Like, just turn just it in a little, <laughs> yeah, Just, just
4: wind, it in it a down. Yeah. wind it down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. So for those of you who haven't heard
0: it, it's called I'm Not Cool. And you can get it on Spotify, Apple, um, oh, the Instagram, is... website. Yeah. YouTube. There's that many platforms your, now. Rachel,
2: what are your socials for everyone listening in? Yeah so um I'm on Facebook it's just Rachel Witcher same on Instagram um I've joined the TikTok
1: the how do you find
2: adele adele, adele calls it the ticker tock and i just like i will never it. let go of it because i think she's hilarious no. um and because she refuses to join it she's like i just won't and so yeah. i just love that for her yeah. um but yeah look um i <clears> started strong and then i got really busy the last few weeks and i haven't followed it up and so that's on my list of things to do um this week is to create some more. but i started a little series when I say started series, I did one from the series and then I have a bunch ready to go, but I just mm. have been, you know, brain dead as so I haven't had a chance. Um, but um, I started a series on ways that I'm not cool. And so I did this, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I did this little um, reenactment of a thing that happened in our life Great. when I um, called Telstra to change up like, our an account oh. <laughs> and um, they wanted to talk to Ben. And so, because I'm a bozo, instead of just like being like, oh, I'll call back later when Ben's here. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll just get him. Ben Hello, it's Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady, like God bless her. She was like she, she was like, uh, "No, she was like, Rachel, I feel like it's just you pretending to be your yeah. husband." Yeah. Oh, and I was dream. like, "No, no, but
0: it's it's, it's really Ben."
2: Oh <laughs> my god. Like, and she kind of was like going oh, quiet and then she was like, "Okay. I think this is just you, Rachel, being your oh husband. So gosh. you're going to have um, yes. to. I, I, I followed through the until the end where I was like, no way. No, no way. Oh. <laughs> I lost my voice, And I was like, okay, I'll just call back later. Like that is Uh, ballsy i love that (laughs) i've got a whole like there's not a lack of content of ways that i'm not cool in life so that's that's my little um that's what i'm gonna be doing on tiktok over the next few weeks so if anyone wants to come and mock me there that is the place to do it you know (laughs) amazing
1: and what about yours ben for graphic design etc
3: yeah i'm mainly on instagram um posting things of myself telling dad jokes and occasionally putting work up uh, (laughs) Instagram and Facebook uh Ben church for me yeah
2: Ben has this whole boomer content that has going where he like he acts like a full-blown boomer but it's so dry that you can nearly not tell that's amazing you know it's a red flag when
3: you when you pretend to be stupid and then your wife doesn't know if you if you're in character <laughs> or not, I'm just like,
2: is that a real story? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so dry. I literally, <laughs> but like, I get so many, I get more messages about his content than I do about my own. Like my friend, yeah. I just like Ben is hilarious. <laughs> so it's actually, um, it's quite you ever, I'm like on the TikTok. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, Ben. Um, Ben's not a huge fan of the old oh, socials, so it's a real struggle yeah. to get him to.
1: It's just time. It's time and energy
3: time. and creativity. It really and
2: really creativity. Is yeah. yeah yeah
1: Yeah. anyway thank you guys so much for joining us it's been awesome fun and we're definitely looking forward to having everyone listen to this and watch your continued success both you and it's awesome that you've you know taken each other along for the ride which is i think one of the coolest things in a relationship
2: yeah thank you and so nice to chat with you guys thanks for inviting us. Thanks for us and um and also just like love that there's a platform where you're highlighting um things um like the struggles on being a couple and and, and the, the high times as well because i feel like there's not as much of that now so it's nice to see you know a young couple who are like highlighting that mm. um for the world to see because being married is great and we love it yeah. oh thanks guys appreciate you and hope to see you soon yes sounds
0: somewhere
3: great. thank you team